This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies, they create them. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis. Welcome to this week's Best Search Strategies, brought to you by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Find out more at EngineReady.com or BestSearchStrategies.com. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, and we're very fortunate to have uh, Daniel Lowry on today, who uh, is a very longtime veteran in the internet marketing industry. He co-founded Lucky Surf back in 1999, uh, and he also co-founded the LSF um, Interactive Agency, um, which he's also the CEO of. Um, they've been recognized. LSF uh, Network has been recognized uh, in 2007 and in 2009 or 2010, Daniel? 2010 to 2009. Great. Uh, as uh, one of uh, Inc.'s uh, 5,000 fastest growing private companies in America, uh, so they're featured in Inc. Magazine, and they're also um, the Bay Area's 37th fastest growing company. So we're, we're dealing with uh, kind of a cutting-edge agency, um, and uh, Daniel, I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, Jamie. So today we're going to be talking about... Um, uh, kind of a, a, a very timely topic in cross-channel marketing, you know, how to leverage your paid search and, and really make display work. Um, in terms of uh, what you're seeing, and I know you guys have over 200 clients, 250 clients, so it's really nice to have you on the show to get kind of an insider uh, view of what's happening uh, with all these changes. Um, we may even cover a little bit on uh, Google Instant, but how do you see the future of online marketing with, with all these recent changes? Well, um, first, first of all, thank you very much, Jimmy, for having me online. As you said, LSF Interactive has been around for about uh, 10 years now. We founded the company back in 1999, and uh, we're a global um, advertising company, about 85 people worldwide, uh, with um, offices in, in uh, the United States, in Chicago, uh, San Francisco, and Philadelphia, and in Paris, France, and in Europe. Um, and uh, we've seen the uh, online advertising advertising market evolve over those uh, many years and I uh, 
would say that uh, display is coming back in, in force. Um, as you may know, 48% of uh, current online advertising goes to search advertising, paid search. It's followed by display, um, and uh, uh, which includes video advertising, by the way. Uh, but uh, um, display and the rest of advertising is uh, distant from, um, from paid search for now. However, uh, we believe that uh, paid search as a percentage of total advertising is going to start plateauing and display will pick up um, quite significantly. Uh, we, uh, as a matter of fact, um, total. if you look at the numbers, uh, online uh, advertising, digital advertising represents only about 19% of the total uh, advertising market in the U.S., which is about $159 billion dollars. Online is roughly thirty billion into in twenty ten. So only nineteen percent of the total U.S. advertising market. Uh, if you compare that to the fact that the digital consumption of media is roughly, you know, probably about fifty percent online, and uh, as of now, uh, it means that uh, di digital advertising will have to catch up on the rest of the advertising market, and this is going to come, we think, through display. Right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And it, it's amazing uh, to see the, 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 the full circle uh, evolution, if you will, how, you know, advertising on the Internet started with banners uh, and display. And, and, and uh, really the last decade, there's been a, a lot of buzz around cost per click and, and, and CPA, cost per acquisition. Um, it, how come, how, why do you think display is coming back after, after all this push for, towards CPC and, and CPA? Well, this is this is very interesting, and you're you're exactly on target here. Um, we the the whole online advertising market started with CPMs up, you know, in the very early years, up until 1988, uh, 1998, 1999, um, when um, the uh, click-through rates started to to come down. It, it, the click-through rates were high initially because of the curiosity of people. You know, they were clicking on banners to see what was behind those banners, and they were you know exploring all the different different websites and then quickly those uh, click-through rates uh, came down um, so and and at the same time um, people ha happened to realize that the internet was a, a medium that was measurable uh, in terms of its results so very quickly uh, um, publishers started to put in place uh, you know, processes that enabled advertiser to measure the impact of advertising and as this was growing quite rapidly, this sort of um, um, rapidly evolved into um, um, a, 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 a direct marketing kind of direct response um, uh, playground where uh, uh, people were, um, advertisers were interested in the ultimate results. And that led to the um, first to the CPC um, market, which, by the way, Lucky Surf contributed to, uh, you know, to the to, to, to putting the category of uh, uh, the CPC category on the map back in 1999-2000, because uh, back then we, we put a lot of CPC inventory on the market, um, and then eventually going to CPL and the CPA model. Um, uh, this uh, model... Today is um, um, is still very very uh, uh, central, 
but uh, advertisers start realizing that they need to go beyond that model. Um, there is, uh, uh, there's a couple of reasons to that. First of all, uh, as I said, paid search um, is, is certainly delivering a certain number of results, but, not, um, but, but, but after a little while, it's, it stops growing. Once you, you've uh, done a good campaign uh, on branded keywords, it's generally, generally very comp more, much more complicated to go into generic keywords uh, when you're just looking at your return on investment numbers. Um, and the second reason is that uh, over those, those uh, past several years, uh, because of the way the internet was measured and the CPC and CPA trend, people were attributing orders to the last click, essentially. Right. Um, and and that pull, that raises a number of questions about uh, the new wave of attribution management. Yeah, yeah, you're, and, and you bring up a good point, and, and that is before retargeting, uh, which we're going to talk about um, in, in attribution management, but but specifically retargeting. I mean that has just kind of become available for everyone in the display network that previously was called the content network. And we used to very rarely get good performance from the content network. Uh, and we would typically take uh, clients' budget and try to maximize them within the paid search uh, space. And then once we've hit that law of diminishing returns or there's no more sort of impressions to buy, if you will, then we would open up a can uh, or a campaign into the, the content network, which is now the display network. So we're, we're going to have to take a, a real quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to cover specifically this new attribution management model and also uh, Daniel's view on, on retargeting. We're, we're joined today by Daniel, the CEO of LSF Interactive, who's, who hasn't been mentioned once, but twice in the Inc. Magazine's 5,000 Fastest Growing Private Companies. So we're very fortunate to have you on. Thanks for joining us. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with Best Search Strategies. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com, brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use EngineReady's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, 
social media campaigns with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. I'm joined today by Daniel Lowry, the founder and CEO of LSF Interactive, which is a global agency focusing on on paid search and integrating uh, display advertising, SEO, a full-service agency. Thanks for joining us today, Daniel. Thank you, Jimmy, for having me. Uh, before the break, we, we talked about kind of the evolution of uh, display advertising uh, kind of being the forefronter 10 years ago and, and, and banner ads, if you will, and, and then the, the big push of, of CPC and, and, and cost per acquisition have been the buzz sort of the last decade. Um, but, but tell me a little bit about what is attribution management. I know there's uh, kind of a, a gray area between, you know, assist and, and, and kind of conversion attribution and, and many people – especially the listeners out there, maybe if you could just define, uh, you know, what attribution, conversion attribution is, and specifically what is attribution management, how, how they may be able to use it to their advantage. Attribution management is essentially the path that a user has taken to eventually get to the last, the so-called last click before placing an order online. Um, as an example, uh, in the uh, travel or hospitality industry, um, a, a user might uh, enter a, a keyword on Google that says Galveston Cruises, for example, and um, click on the results, uh, maybe a sponsor link result, uh, go to the website, uh, browse on that website, say, you know, that's not exactly what I want, uh, close the window, go back to Google, type another keyword, uh, visit uh, another website that was suggested in the organic listing of Google, um, then browse that website, uh, kind of narrow down a little bit in, in, in his or her mind the search that uh, uh, she wanted to do, and, um, and then say, well, I'm going to wait a little bit, I'm going to think about it, then the next day, She's going to be exposed to maybe a retargeting banner um, uh, when she visits her my Yahoo portal, and um, and and that that will display the same uh, websites that she visited. And then the following day, maybe another retargeting banner, on, you know, on Google or somewhere else on a, on another publisher. And then maybe a couple of days later, she'll say on a weekend, she'll say, "Well, I really need to book that trip. Uh, I want to do with my husband." And uh, eventually, um, after a few other clicks, eventually books a trip in Puerto Rico um, on Expedia. Well, this whole path that we so that that spans over several days is called 
um, is what attribution management is trying to figure out. And this is very important in terms of, of online advertising because it starts pointing the finger to the fact that it's not just only the last click that counts, but a number of interactions with the web that the, the particular user has had before, you know, the last click that were particularly important. And maybe we should now attribute or allocate a, some portion of the budget to uh, uh, other channels um, other than search. Uh, it could be paid search plus SEO plus display plus maybe affiliate programs, uh, email, etc. The whole you know, all these channels kind of contribute to, to this last sale. Right. Yeah, and, and, and you bring up a, a, a good point in that, you know, it's really critical that you invest in the right analytics because I don't know what, what um, um, analytics platform most of your clients are on or if you require them to install some of your proprietary technology. But really what we're talking about for, for some of the listeners that this may be going – beyond your, your understanding is really just a matter of is someone purchasing on their first visit to your website or are they purchasing after they visited your site two, three, four, five, six, ten plus times? And it, it's abs- yeah, it's absolutely critical to have a, a very robust tracking and reporting platform and we, we do actually have a proprietary platform that tracks uh, everything that a user does on a click and an impression basis uh, prior to the last click in order to be able to, to see what kind of keywords we want to bid on when we do a paid search campaign and what kind of display advertising we want to do to lead to that last click that eventually will lead to a purchase. This is what really is called attribution measure. We attribute a weight a weighting to those different actions. Maybe it's going to be fifty percent to the last click and fifty percent to the several actions that were that happened before the last click, but it's not a hundred percent to the last click and zero to what happened before. Right. And that's how a lot of the the default web analytics settings are, which is you'll look at your conversion report um, and, and start to make poor decisions. We see this all the time where where clients will say, you know what, what am I advertising for these generic keywords for? All my sales come from my branded words. But what they don't realize is that the introduction to that customer actually came across either a very generic word or potentially a banner ad that gets no credit because their analytics are just showing the branded keyword as the last visit and the conversion. Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely correct, Jamie. And this is very, this has a lot of implications for, for our advertising clients. Uh, take an example. We're the agency for Lancome in Canada, for example. And uh, really, uh, most of the return on investment, if not, um, you know, 99% of the return on investment comes from branded keywords because Lancome is such a well-known brand. Um, so people will type Lancome Masquerade. We know that if they type Lancome Masquerade, it will convert into a, a, into a seal. But the problem is that there's that many people who know the Lancome brand and if you really want to, to you know, uh, uh, limit your, your paid search campaign to Lancome brand keywords, there's a point where the campaign is going to plateau and there's nothing you can do to find new, new customers. So you'll have to expand into generic keywords. The problem is generic keywords have a conversion rate that's sometimes 30 times less 
than a branded keyword. So right. you really, it's really, really important to understand this path because if if some if a lot of people who eventually bought a long coat mascara started with the keyword mascara, perhaps you want to expand it to the that generic keyword perhaps pay a little bit more money for that generic keyword but if you can generate more volume eventually for your for your client your advertiser eventually it's going to be very good and it's going to enable you to increase their volumes right yeah and what's a the the simplest way to do this for the listeners out there that may have um, you know either you know just a free uh, Google Analytics or or maybe just a you know a basic platform is just to filter your monthly sales at the end of the month run a report and say show me all my sales that happened on the second plus visit and that way you start to you can start to look at the different touch points that they came into your website because everyone that bur- purchased on that first visit you can kind of easily attribute where they came from which keyword which campaign but every visitor that purchased on their second third fourth fifth plus visit those are worth investigating and potentially allocating some of that revenue to those different touch points. We had a, a question internally asked. The same thing was uh, we ran a, a conversion um, attribution study, and uh, it, it was really focusing around the keyword, uh, assist keyword study. And We looked at 16,500 sale transactions, and of those sales, 18%, almost 20% of the sales occurred on the fifth-plus visit to the website. So it, it's certainly um, something that you need to factor in. And, and what happens if you don't consider this um, is you start making the wrong decision as to where you allocate your budget. Um, and you start to turn off campaigns or keywords or um, display advertising that look like they're losers or bleeding your account. But they're potentially um, many times referring or assisting in the sale. Absolutely, and that's a testament to retargeting because retargeting is doing exactly what you're describing here. Uh, that's why we're we're using it uh, quite a lot, and in our display campaign because it works. It it, it brings uh, new customers uh, to uh, to our advertisers, uh, people who were intrigued in the first place by uh, a product uh, but didn't make the decision to buy in the first place and needed more exposure. It's actually back to what you know traditional advertising. Uh, is about with, with reach and frequency, but uh, fre- uh, you know, so those customers when are being driven back to a website and eventually will purchase. It also has uh, the effect of um, generating repeat orders from existing customers that perhaps would have bought uh, you know the same kind of product on a repeat basis from somebody else, but in fact are being driven back to the initial website thanks to. Um, thanks to uh, the retargeting campaign. That's a perfect segue. Uh, Unfortunately, we have to take a quick commercial break, but uh, when we come back, we're going to cover in detail uh, what is retargeting, how can you make it work for your company, uh, and also cross-channel marketing. So I'm joined by Daniel, the the CEO of LSF Interactive, and we're discussing cross-channel marketing and and retargeting today. We'll be right back on Best Search Strategies. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, Kaching: How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a Kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's k a c h i n g book.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, and I'm, I'm co-hosted or have a very special guest speaker, Daniel from LSF Interactive up in the Bay Area. We've been talking about uh, some really hot topics in terms of uh, conversion attribution and, and um, the evolution of display advertising coming back. But specifically, we ended uh, just before the break on uh, on, on some, some details of retargeting or remarketing. Uh, what's your view on retargeting and, and remarketing, and, and how do you think uh, the listeners can best make it work for them? The, the, uh, the, the retargeting technology definitely works. It uh, increases conversions. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, the only issue about uh, retargeting uh, that we have experiences. How do you uh, differentiate between uh, new, uh, new users or, or new buyers and existing uh, users? Uh, retargeting doesn't actually differentiate uh, between that because it's just based on an impression, so um, and a visit. 
so um, advertisers need to be aware of the fact that uh, retargeting is going to be retargeting uh, as well potentially new customers as well as existing customers. Um, I think it is perfectly fine for retargeting as long as pricing um, is set to, to be, um, uh, you know, to reflect that, that kind of, of uh, differentiation here. Um, but it's perfectly fine because, as I was saying before the break, it brings um, uh, repeat orders, which is very important for, um, for our um, advertisers. Um, I, I, I believe uh, that uh, retargeting is one of the most efficient um, ways of, of doing display um, advertising uh, to this point in terms of its uh, conversion rates, but it's not the only one. And for instance, uh, we um, we're exploring the the possibility of uh, of um, looking into um, a, a, some sort of social uh, media targeting or way of targeting uh, users that would be more linked towards um, uh, what you what um, if, to what the, the concept of if uh, whatever you buy your friends might be interested in buying too and we're exploring that kind of concept which would be geared to towards more bringing new customers as opposed to existing ones um, into converting to your products. Now, with the, with the retargeting or, or remarketing, are you talking about uh, using the, the, the AdWords platform or are you, are you talking about a, a different third-party technology that, 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 that helps with this process? There's two types of retargeting. There's retargeting that's based on display and retargeting based on search. Um, so um, in both cases, uh, we at LSF Interactive are using uh, third-party uh, providers uh, such as uh, Fetchback or, uh, for uh, display retargeting or uh, uh, Dapper. Um, and in terms of search retargeting, we're using uh, Yahoo or we're using a company called Magnetic um, that does uh, specifically search retargeting. And both technologies are have the same uh, are based on the same concept, which is to retarget a user that has already visited a website but has not maybe made a decision about buying the product. Um, whether that user comes from a paid search campaign or that user comes from uh, having viewed a, a banner ad on a, on a website. Now, are you, um, and again, if this is a question that we would have to get on maybe maybe the Google technicians on the line, but in terms of the AdWords uh, display re remarketing or retargeting, um, are you if they come through a search ad and, and and the way the technology works is obviously there's a there's a, a cookie set in, in the browser and, and then they they go off to CNN and they see a banner ad now you know in a perfect world uh, your your ads would show because uh, they recognize that they've come through a, a paid search link uh, and now they're being exposed to your ad but what about the other advertisers that are also bidding on that space uh, do you get preferential treatment because um, th there's a, a recognized cookie in the browser or do they still just serve up the ad based upon who's bidding the highest amount for that ad space? Do you know the answer to that? The answer to that is basically that we can bid for a higher CPM rate because we know it's going to convert better. So as a result of the fact that we're bidding for a higher CPM, we get our ads to be placed first. Okay, great, great. This is, this is really uh, in excellent information. And in conclusion, I, we're kind of 
about four or five minutes left, but what about cross-channel marketing and cross-channel platforms? Is there a future for that, or, or what do you see uh, in terms of that space? I think cross-channel marketing is more than just an option. This is the future of online advertising. Um, LSF Interactive, by the way, is one of the first agencies to have stopped looking at channels as silos and has moved beyond looking at uh, paid search um, only uh, and uh, just or just being a search agency and looked at um, uh, cross-channel marketing as the future way of doing online marketing. By that I mean that um, each channel is going to help generate more volumes and be better than the other channel. One uh, example for instance is if I look at my paid search results and I see that this product that has this image, this price associated to it, perhaps a promotion associated to it and this ad copy is going to convert maybe two or three times better than my average paid search uh, um, uh, keywords or, or products, I'm going to be able to um, uh, generate an alert through my platform um, that, that will say, well, on the fly, build me an ad that's going to have the same image, the same price, the same promotion, the same ad copy, and in, within the next two or three hours, uh, buy me some display advertising on a real-time bidding uh, basis so that I can blanket the market with that, that product at that price. And I think this is the future of online advertising. This is going to be extremely powerful. And this is what LSF Interactive is trying to build. They we're trying to build a very robust platform that's going to integrate a very robust paid search tool, a very robust uh, uh, DSP uh, uh, tool linked to it, um, associated to attribution management and to a very, very robust tracking reporting platform so that we can play the channels together. Right. Wow, that sounds really exciting what you guys are doing at uh, LSF and uh, LSF, LSF Interactive. Um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we, we could talk for hours on this stuff, couldn't we? It, it goes so fast, these 30-minute these windows, but uh, we have run out of time. Uh, any closing thoughts in, in terms of um, what the listeners should take away from this, this topic? I just wanted to make one comment on Google Instant, uh, Jamie, because everybody is talking about Google Instant in the paid search uh, area, and I wanted to tell you that we did we we did some stats, and we haven't seen so far in the first three weeks of Google Instant um, any major um, difference compared to uh, uh, prior to the Google Instant launch launch. So uh, so far, I'd say that Google Instant, in our experience has not uh, been um, uh, making you know, a, a, a major difference in terms of the way the paid search or the organic search uh, results are uh, listed, uh, ranked, and convert. Oh, that's great to hear. And this is a very credible source for you listeners. I mean, they're dealing with over 250 clients. So in terms of a, an accurate data sample of the real effect of Google Instant, this is your source. So thanks again for joining us. Um, for, for, the, for you listeners that are in the New York City area, uh, please join our Vice President, Brian Lewis. He'll be speaking at SMX uh, on October 4th in New York City. And then I'll be in Chicago uh, presenting um, PPC versus SEO um, at the Search Engine Strategies Conference. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.